Yo, check this out from Canty and Carlin. Oh, that's tremendous. <laughs> that's awesome. No cap, though, Carlin. I was like, when the hell is this? A Christmas card from my teammate, but from his realty company. Yeah, Merry Christmas from a subsidiary of Keyshawn Johnson Incorporated. <laughs> right. I wonder if Wayne Corbett got those same Christmas cards. <laughs> I'm sure that he did not. <laughs> and if he did, I guarantee it was a mistake. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. And on the ESPN app, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. Triple eight say espn eight 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 seven two nine. 3776. That is your Dr. Pepper call in line on Twitter at Chris Carlin at Chris Canty 99. Earlier today, some big news out of Miami. Here's Mike McDaniel, the head coach of the Dolphins. As of uh, today, um, Tua has not been cleared by doctors to resume football activities on the field with his teammates. So. Um, because of that and because of the time that it, um, he's missed, I can rule him out for Sunday. So they're not screwing around. And first of all, I, I'm kind of thrilled to hear it because I yeah. don't believe for a minute that Tua should be playing this week. And I understand it's the playoffs. doesn't matter if he was cleared or not. When you go through what he has gone through this season, he should not be out there. And I want to try to get him right for next year. Having said that, and we'll get to the game itself in a few minutes, Chris, this now puts them in that long-term decision, and I'm not going to blame them if they don't pick up the fifth-year option. I'm not going to blame them if they don't give them a long-term contract. And what the Miami Dolphins need at this point is to move on from Tua Tungavailoa in terms of their long-term plans, and whether that means next year it's Derek Carr, it's Tom Brady, somebody in the short term, or they go out and try to make a, a trade for Lamar Jackson should he become available. These are the directions they now have to start to think about for the long term. Okay, well, let's first start with the decision to rule two out. This is a decision that should be made by the medical staff. Mm -hmm. Not anybody with the Miami Dolphins coaching staff or front office and not with anybody from the league office. You have to rely on the medical professionals whose job it is to diagnose these injuries with clinical symptoms and with the best practices in their knowledge base. And so if they're saying that Tua is not cleared to return to activity, then it makes it an easy decision for Mike McDaniel or for general manager Chris Greer. Now, what complicates things is how you move forward because Tua is now eligible for a contract extension or the fifth-year option. They have to make a decision about that this spring. I don't know how in good conscience you can move forward with giving Tua a long-term contract extension. If you asked me this question a month ago, I would have said this was a no-brainer, especially with the way that this kid played on the road in Orchard Park against the Buffalo Bills fighting to try to win the division. So I think it's a very dicey situation right now. I think they have to look at the veteran quarterback market this offseason because you can't trust Tua to be available when you need him most. This is a team that you're talking about going into a playoff game has to rely on their third-string quarterback because their starter can't stay healthy and has missed time in two different stints throughout the season. I I don't know, Carlin, how you can have sustained success with this huge question mark of whether or not your quarterback is going to be available. You can't. You can't. And, And, Chris, there's a couple of distinctions that we need to make clear here. Number one, this is not about Tua being concussion prone. Okay, you it is about it for not playing him this week because he's had a couple or two or three of them already this season. And as I read in the lengthy story 
that was written on ESPN.com today about the whole Tua situation from Marcel-Louis Jacques, who will join us next hour. This is Chris Nowinski, who's a a true expert in this up in Boston, who has been at the forefront of all the concussion uh, research and such. Even he says, I can't say he's concussion prone. Mm. What I can say is, I can't guarantee he's going to be on the field. And that's ultimately what's going to matter here. The Dolphin fans, to and on, everybody that has grabbed hold of him this season and has reveled in how he's playing um, and have tried to make this picture that Tua is a franchise quarterback, mm-hmm. continue to miss one thing when he's on the field, Chris. What's that? The first couple of years when he was on the field, he did not have the level of playmaker that he has now. Okay. Tua is not somebody that is ever going to put you on his back and go win a playoff game and go win games. He needs to have all of those other playmakers around him that he does in Waddle, in Tyreek Hill, in in Mostert when he's healthy, all those guys. He needs to have them. Whereas if you go and you solve this problem either in the short term with a Brady, who you know is going to make other guys better, or in the long term with a Lamar Jackson, you know that if you were going into this game this week with either of those two guys, even if if Tua was healthy, although he did play well, that those guys, if you didn't have other players, would still give you an excellent chance to win. Well, I mean, those guys have completed full NFL seasons. Let's just start there, Carlin. I mean, yeah. since Tua came into the league in 2020, his rookie year he missed six games. Last year he missed four games. This year he would have missed five games if you include the wild card round up in Buffalo on, on uh, Sunday. I, I don't know that it's responsible for a franchise to commit to this guy long-term, knowing what the market value for a franchise quarterback is going to be, upwards of $40-plus million a year, knowing that when you do that, you're going to lose some of the other pieces on your roster that are important contributors to your team being able to have sustained success. I, I just I don't see a world where you can feel confident if you're Chris Greer by doing that, and we weren't in this place two months ago. Two months ago, this franchise pushed all their chips to the table when it came to Tua. They traded the first-round pick that they had left this year to the Denver Broncos in order to bring over Bradley Chubb because they thought that they were capable of competing for a championship now with the way that Tua was playing. Carlin, in the middle of the season, you can make the argument he was the MVP of the league. That's how good the guy is. But if he can't rely on him to be healthy – what is that worth? Herm Edwards said it best. The best ability is availability. You have all of the pieces in place. They addressed the offensive line this offseason with Tyron Armstead. They addressed the skill position core with Tyreek Hill. They addressed the defense with Bradley Chubb. They've added all of these pieces to make them a championship contender, but to also get answers on their quarterback. And, Carlin, we said it coming into 2022. If for whatever reason – Tua doesn't definitively answer that he's the guy moving forward, then that's on him. Uh And the Miami Dolphins have to think about alternatives in the 2023 offseason. Carlin, we are now in that place where we can say they have to think about alternatives at the quarterback position. It feels unfair to Tua, but the reality is that some players are more injury-prone than others, and he has proven himself to be that not only at the NFL level, but also at the collegiate level. Chris, Taking it to this week, it's over. Season's over. No offense to Skylar Thompson, who's been okay in this role. He can say whatever he wants as he does here, 
there's not much else to talk about. They've both been a, a great help to me, um, you know, in supporting me, which has meant a lot to me. Um, coming from guys that have had a lot of experience and have played the position in the league and just, you know, spreading wisdom to me as much as they can. You know, not trying to overwhelm me or give me too much information, but just, you know, just tad bits here and there uh, to help me just slow the game down and play fast. Um, both those guys have helped me a lot. Don't really care how much Tua and Teddy Bridgewater have helped get you ready. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Chris, the line today, when the news came out, went from Buffalo minus nine all the way up now to Buffalo minus 13 and a half. <laughs> Season's over for the Miami Dolphins. There is no chance that they will win this game in Buffalo on Sunday. No chance. And, so you, you, and so, by so, the way, hang on. You can tweet this out from the Miami Dolphins' Twitter. <laughs> You've got no shot this Sunday in Buffalo. Zero. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> so what you're saying is, and I get it, we're talking about the difference between college and pro, but what you're saying is, we could see something like we saw on Monday night between Georgia and TCU. Well, it won't is, be 65 to 7. Is that about the size of it? <laughs> it won't be 65 to 7, it but it might be 35 to 7. Well, what was the score last year in the wild card round between the Patriots and the Bills? Off the top of my head, it was close yeah. to like 38 7 or something like that, wasn't I, it? I, all I know is Buffalo didn't punt that game. That's mm. all I know. <laughs> That's all I know. Canty and Carlin. ESPN I'm sorry, Carlin. Radio. It was 47-17. Oh. So will this be better or worse for the Miami Dolphins? Will it be better than what we saw the New England Patriots do in the wild card round against the Bills last year? I don't know. I think it could be worse. I could see with, 50 with all the of the, With all of the motion that they got going on, DeMar Hamlin finally being discharged from the hospital in Buffalo – I, I could see a world Chris, where, where DeMar Hamlin leads the team on the field yeah. and the Buffalo Bills run roughshod over the Miami I mean, let, let's call it what it is. There's a good and, – and I'm not basing this on anything medical. I'm yeah. just basing this on what we would think. Yeah. There's a good chance DeMar Hamlin would be out there pregame. And if he does, like, they're going to throw up. This is going to be an ass with it. It's going to be an ass Be a part of Canty and Carla Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Call us at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888 888- 729-3776, ESPN Nation, presented by Dr. Pepper. And in college football season, without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Carlin, they ain't got enough money for me to be on that Miami Dolphins defense because that unit is going to be on the field all game long. <laughs> we welcome in now a representative of Keyshawn Johnson Construction Incorporated. He is the president and CEO, Keyshawn Johnson, who joins us right now. Key, it's uh, Chris Carlin and Chris Canty. First question, where was my Christmas card from your construction company? Man, don't listen to that. I, look, <laughs> I owned some businesses back when we played together with the Cowboys. And I don't know what the, 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 the front office personnel people, assistants, I, all I know is that they stand, you know, it's a standard cards that corporations give to 7,000 people. They put them in the mail, and your mailing list, and everybody gets one. I don't even know what the cards look like. It had nothing to do with me hustling Canty for uh, <laughs> solicitation for, his, for my services. Or so. It had nothing to do with that. Don't listen to him. Okay, so in fact, you did not give a damn about Canty. <laughs> he was right. I didn't have enough money for Keyshawn to give a damn about what I thought. It's the same, hey, it's the same thing when you're being recruited. You get the same letter as the guy sitting next to you. And when you become special, it's a handwritten letter. 
Otherwise, it's tight with a stamp at the bottom saying, from head coach, so-and-so. Well, well, Key, you know I'm just having fun with you, man. You were one of one of the vets that was really good to me in that Dallas Cowboys locker room. We had a lot of fun when we were teammates. One guy that's not going to be having fun this weekend is Tua. He was ruled out by Mike McDaniel today in a press conference. And so the Miami Dolphins moving forward, can they rely on Tua to be their franchise quarterback? Or do they need to bring in another veteran quarterback to compete with them going into 2023? You know, you said Mike McDaniel ruled him out. Well, I hope Mike McDaniel didn't rule him out. I hope the league and the doctors ruled him out. And Mike McDaniel delivered the message. That's what I hope. Mm. I hope he wasn't medically cleared and then Mike said, no, I don't want you playing. Um, in terms of what they should do moving forward, I am very sensitive to one's health. And I played 11 years in the league, and you know, I made a, a, a few nickels. And, you know, you never want to short anybody on – their economic gain. But when you are having these types of medical complications on repeat, you got to think hard and long if, if this thing is for you. Um, and I know, too, I hadn't gotten a big contract and none of that sort of stuff. But you got to think long and hard about the long-term effects when these things start to happen to you. Um so the Miami Dolphins, to answer your question, they need to really take the offseason and assess what's best for Tua and not best for the Dolphins. That's what they need to do. Okay, so with that being the case, from a medical standpoint, I assume you mean, but do they now change course in what is best for the Dolphins long-term, whether it's bringing somebody in to kind of hedge the bet and what do they do? Do they pick up the fifth-year option? Do they give them a long-term deal? How would you approach it if you were running the Dolphins? I probably would depend on – I probably would – it would depend on my medical staff and them giving me the information, but also me knowing the history of what concussions do long-term to athletes potentially and also what they do in terms of derailing my roster. I, one, probably would not pick up the fifth-year option. Um, two, I probably would have a conversation with my owner and let him know that this is a medical situation that we're dealing with. And he's going to tell me, what if he goes on and becomes a Hall of Famer and never happens again? And then I'm going to tell him, what if he goes on and it happens again? And it's on our watch. Now what? Now what? So in the short, in the long short of that, Carlin, I'm probably going to part ways with him at some point in time in the offseason. But that's just me. I think different than other people. Other people, oh, you, you, you're panicking, you're this, you're that. Like, no, 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 I'm not. Because when you get one, you get two. You get two, you get three. You get three, you get four. And then all of a sudden, everybody's sitting around talking about poor guy, oh, they shouldn't have never did him this way. You know, so you got to guard against all of that. And I'm sensitive when it comes to those sort of things. I played with Wayne Corbett. Mm. And I used to tell Wayne, I'm like, Wayne, man, you, you might want to just retire. And oh, no, I'm good, Key. I'm okay. I'm all right. I'm fine. I'm like, dude, you, you, it just happened. You, you're out again for four weeks. You know, and he kept playing and kept playing and kept playing. And 
at times he just doesn't feel good to this day and age. Yeah, so at be, some point, at some point, you got to be smart. Yeah, and to be clear, Key, if the Dolphins did part ways with Tua this offseason, they would owe him the balance of that $30 million rookie contract because it was all guaranteed. But you're right, it's a difficult decision no matter what they do moving yeah, forward but at the, the quarterback but, but spot. If they part ways with him, it's only one year left on it. What is yeah. it, $6 million? Yeah, I mean, exactly. Okay, so I'm giving you $6 million of guaranteed money left so you can live a healthy life and enjoy that $6 a- a- Amen, amen. You're preaching to the choir. Talking with Super Bowl champion Keyshawn Johnson, Orrin Canty, and Carlin. And Key, moving it around the league, who's the division winner that should be on upset alert and wild card weekend? Division winner, San Francisco. Wow, really? San Francisco should be on upset alert. Heard it here first. I know we all fall. I know we all fall in love with them, and Brock Purdy's the guy, and all that. And they got a good defense that seems to be a Super Bowl champion type defense. But Pete Carroll knows what to do, and they play each other every year. And you know they should be on upset alert. I like uh, that. I actually like that. I actually like that. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, Key, because wh- think about it. You said division winner, right? Right. Bucks ain't on upset alert. Alert. Uh, uh, Kansas City on a buy. Uh, Buffalo ain't on upset alert. I don't know if Lamar's playing or not. If Lamar's not playing, Cincinnati's not on upset alert. Who else am I missing in division? Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. You could put them on upset alert, but is it really an upset? Even though they beat the Chargers early in yeah, the, the Chargers, year, yeah, the Is Chargers really are favored in that game. What about what about Minnesota? Yeah, so that's not really an upset. Key, great stuff. That's the one team I would think would be on upset alert, right? Or yeah. what about Minnesota? As Chris said, no, because I think the Giants are a better team than Minnesota. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, all right, there it is. Key, great stuff as usual, man. We'll Thanks, talk Key. to you. <clears throat> hey, I think hey, I think I scared y'all, producer. Why is that? Because when he came on, he says, oh, this is so-and-so, Canty and Carlin. Mm-hmm. And I said, Canty and Carlin. <laughs> you know what? It's because you said it with all the bass in your voice, Key. You know, you make them <laughs> nervous a little bit when you got all that bass in your voice, man. You got to change your tone a little bit so it's not as threatening. There is, a, <laughs> there is an intimidating factor to you, Key, whether you know it or not. Everybody knows you're a good no, guy, but you can be man, intimidating. Keyshawn is a teddy bear, man. Yeah. Y'all need to stop it. Man, everybody think everybody think I'm intimidating just because they put that out there when I played. Stop <laughs> thinking about when I played. Think about me afterwards, Carlin. I'm not gonna bite you. <laughs> you can talk to me. When, you can talk to me when I walk down the hallway. You don't have to move to the side and act like you're talking on your phone. Yeah, no, I just go <laughs> flat on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I'll talk to you guys. Take care. I appreciate it, Keith. Keyshawn Johnson, Keyshawn J. Well, and Max every morning six to ten Eastern time on ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. In just moments, you just heard Key talk about which division winner might be on upset alert. And he had a very interesting take with the 49ers. Which wild card could make a Super Bowl run, though? We'll tell you next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Canty and Carlin. And radio, we got a couple calls up. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. I'm the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Let's get them in quick here. Miles in Connecticut up first on ESPN Radio. Miles, what do you got today? Uh, yeah, the reason I was calling is because um, I thought uh, with the with the uh, Miami Dolphins, what if they brought in Tom Brady to back up Tua for the next couple of oh, I don't of think years? it's backing up like anything, two- right? <laughs> Bring Tom Brady in to no, back no, up he, somebody? Are you out of your mind? He's getting older. He's getting older, man. He's getting he's older, getting and he older. was third in passing yards in the NFL this season. Where's the click off, get but, off the phone just, button here? Just like Roger Clemens used to do for the Houston Astros. That's oh, my Lord. A different oh, stop it, oh, man. Tom Brady is not coming out of the bullpen. I, stop yourself. I immediately regret that decision to take that call. <laughs> Come on. Casey in Montana, please fix save this. Us, save us. Hey, uh, earlier when you were talking, when you opened the show, talking about Tua, you know, an interesting thing that dyna- or that conversation, that viewpoint could almost word for word describe what seems to be going on with Baltimore with Lamar. And uh, part of me, the, the way both those teams are constructed, Tua looked like an MVP earlier. Lamar has been an MVP. You know, if both of them stay healthy. I would give them both the, you know, the franchise tag and see what happens next season. I don't know if I'm giving two of the franchise tag. No, I don't. I don't see that happening because I mean, think about how much that's. That's a minimum. A minimum of thirty-one million, if not larger. Yeah, you know? I, mean, I mean, listen, Lamar Jackson has had injury concerns the last couple of seasons, but you're talking about a guy that completed each of his first three seasons. Yeah. Now there were games in there at the end of the regular season that he didn't play in because his team had already solidified a playoff spot. But this is also a player that's won a road playoff game. So he's got an MVP in the trophy case, which Tua doesn't. He's won a road playoff game, which Tua hasn't. And Lamar Jackson, you're you're talking about a player that has been able to show that he can stay healthy each of his first three years, where Tua hasn't been healthy each of his first three years. I I just don't understand where the comparison – I mean – There's not. There there is no comparison. No. I mean, the only comparison or the only thing that they have in common is that they both call South Florida home. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) There's nothing else to talk about there. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. As much as we were just talking a few minutes ago about which team is going to go in the tank 
as a division winner. Mm-hmm. You also have to start to look at the wild card teams and who actually could make a run. And for me, I, I hesitate to go by the strictest definition here because I don't think it's fair to take the Cowboys as a team that could go on a run. I mean, they won 12 games. Am I supposed to, you know, really call them that much of an underdog in this situation I mean, or a they true won, wild they, card team? They won team? 12 games, but they had the fourth best record in the conference. Yeah, I understand so. that. But I'm, I'm going to put them aside in this. For me personally, you do what you want. Okay. The team to me, then, that you look at, really in the entire grouping here, Chris, is the one that has the best quarterback. Who has the best quarterbacks? The Chargers. Chargers yeah. I'm taking the Chargers in this spot. I, I, I honestly think that they will win in Jacksonville. As much as Trevor Lawrence has really progressed nicely this year, I think, the, I think um, certainly uh, Herbert is better than Lawrence right now. I think the Chargers are playing some better defense. They got throttled by the Jaguars earlier this year. They're going to remember that on their home field. And I actually would give them a shot to go into Kansas City and win. Mm-hmm. And the reason I would is simply because of the quarterback. And I know that's a lot to put on his shoulders, but has there been any indication so far that he's not capable of having that on his shoulders? I, I don't think there is. The Chargers absolutely have the best chance. You trust the game management skills of Brandon Staley? <laughs> I trust the ability of the quarterback above that of the head coach. So that tips the scales for me. I mean, I want to say the Baltimore Ravens. I do. I just don't see You know how, you can't. I just don't see how they get past the Cincinnati Bengals. It, it, Lamar Jackson didn't practice today. It, two days of practice, Carla. Even if he practices tomorrow, two days of practice, a walkthrough on Saturday before playing the Cincinnati Bengals, who might be the hottest team in all of football. They haven't lost a game since week eight. I, I just... I don't know, man. I, I mean, Lamar Jackson is 2-1 and one head-to-head against Joe Burrow, so I'll give him that credit that Ravens defense has been lights out since they traded for Roquan Smith. Hembo gave me a stat this morning, Carlin, about this Ravens defense. This Ravens defense has only allowed 10 touchdowns the last 91 drives. Okay. 10 I, touchdowns the last 91. The defense is Chris, good. certain memories and that, stick with you. You know this. No, listen to me. I, I, I hear where you're coming from. If the Ravens were to find a way to get past the Cincinnati Bengals with Tyler Huntley, who's also dealing with an injury, or Snoop Brown, I think they're capable of going on a deep playoff run, more so than the L.A. Chargers. That just shows you how much I don't trust Brandon Staley. The Dallas Cowboys, I think they have the widest variance of any team in the playoff field. Could they get to the conference championship game? Sure. Could they catch the fade down in Tampa on Monday night? Absolutely. So I just, when we start talking about the teams, what do you got at the quarterback spot? What do you got at the coaching spot? Because those are the two that are ultimately going to decide the outcome. I feel better about what Baltimore is bringing to the party than any of the other wild How many teams. fourth quarter meltdowns have they had this year? Four? Five? At least four. Yeah, but, I mean, are we going to count the ones before Roquan Smith got there and that defense was revamped? I'm counting them all. It's I don't, not, I don't what, know about that. Wait a minute. The, de- the defense is different now. The defense, you got it? The defense is different, Carlin. Look. It's absolutely different. When a, when a team shows you what they are, believe them. And they have shown us time and again this year that it is a team that will blow a fourth-quarter lead in a, a very tight spot. And I get it. Roquan Smith's a tremendous player. Yeah. I give him all the credit in the world for that. 
it doesn't completely change the dynamic or take that away. Or more importantly, Chris, take away the mentality in that moment. If a team starts to go down in the field with you and you're up two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, you're going to tell me that's not going to enter their mind again? You're going to tell me that's not going to be a part of the equation? Of course it is. I mean, I don't want to sit here and and I can't for a minute believe in the team. I told you I went out on them the third time they did it. Because when you do it that many times, I just have to think that's what you are. Carlin, since trading for Roquan Smith, the Baltimore Ravens defense is second in points allowed. They allow 14.6 points per game. That's all great. No, what do you mean that's all? That's phenomenal. That's, that's great. That's outstanding. That's great. And defense travels in the playoffs. You're well coached by John Harbaugh. The only question is what the hell are you going to get from the quarterback position? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. And that's the biggest problem with the Baltimore Ravens. But I'll take my chances with that. Overrolling with the Chargers and, and Brandon Staley. All right, you'll be sweating it out in the fourth quarter because we've seen it before and it'll happen again. Trust me, it'll happen again. Well, it might not be a fourth quarter game down in Jacksonville with the Chargers going up against Doug, Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence. It might not be the, a fourth quarter they're game. They're not going to throw. If we're going to talk about teams being different, the Chargers are different than they were when they got bombed by Jacksonville before. They are. And, and Trevor Lawrence is a different quarterback since they got bombed by Jacksonville in week three. I Trevor Lawrence he, has the highest QBR of any quarterback played, since week nine. He played exceptionally well in week three. Oh, That's not the boy. issue because the Chargers' defense is much, much better. If we're going to reply that to one, we have to apply You're it out to of the your other. Mind. You're out of your mind. How the teams are trending matters, okay? How they're trending matters. One coach is definitively better than the other coach. Doug Peterson is a better football coach than Brandon Staley. It ain't even close. That one I can't argue with. It ain't even close. But I'm putting this up more on who's got the better quarterback. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and who has the defense that is not going to choke it away? I will say this. Rashawn Slater back at practice, not going to play this weekend. So if the Chargers do get past Jacksonville, that could be huge for the Chargers in making a deep playoff run. Up next... A little segment we call Get Up, Get Down. Canty said something this morning that is bound to catch your attention. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news! Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Canty and Carlin. I always enjoy Get Up, Get Down. It's, you know what it is? It's a feel-good segment. That's what it is. It has something to do with what Canty or somebody else said on Get Up on that particular morning, and then we react to what he had to say. So, Ooh, I served up a spicy meatball this morning. Here spicy. it is. Spicy. Let's go. It's Get Up in the Morning. Good morning. It is time to get up. But in the afternoon, we get down. Get down on it. It's time for Get Up, Get Down. Get down on it. 
We need to refresh the page, fellas, for me to be able to play this because I don't see Canty's cut from this morning. But he certainly, he certainly was not at all shy about what he had to say. Yeah, and, and, I, and I feel like you need to throw out the call-in number, too, because there's going to be a lot of Cowboys fans and a lot of Dak Prescott defenders that are going to want to have something to say to me. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Here he is, Canty, this morning on Get Up. This is a critical moment for Dak Prescott in his career. I don't think this is a referendum on whether or not he's a good quarterback, but this is a career-defining moment for Dak Prescott. Is he going to ascend to the level of Jalen Hurts or Josh Allen or Pat Mahomes or those guys, or is he going to go the way of Kirk Cousins? And it is a referendum. That's that's the question that we have to figure out. Why why does that face? Did he say ascend to the level yeah. of Jalen Hurts? He did. What? I, I, well, <laughs> well yeah. I think show's party over. Why are you getting yeah. up? Because that's that, <laughs> that's a lot to handle. I, I did that. He's that. processing. He's I processing. just need to let me let me let me just sit with it. Give me some space here. Let me. <laughs> I mean, ascend to the Jalen Hurts level? Yeah. Look, I think. Woo! <laughs> Boy, this show is we. It's this you show is popping this morning. I'm so that. Here's what I say. I will give the floor to my esteemed colleague over here from the great state of Virginia. Because before the season started, if you had said Dak needs to ascend to the level of Jalen Hurts, it would have sounded ridiculous. Right now, Jalen Hurts is a legitimate MVP candidate. Yeah. Dak led the league in interceptions. I can't disagree with what you're saying, Canty. No, I mean, Jalen Hurts was in the MVP conversation before he got hurt in Chicago. Yeah. Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback in that division. That's a problem when Jerry Jones is paying a quarterback $40 million. The Dallas Cowboys, since the last three years, have been able to say we have the best quarterback in the division. That's not the case I'm having trouble seeing where what you said was all that controversial. Well, because I said Dak Prescott needs to ascend to the level of Jalen. No, Hurts. I understand that. It's yeah. not controversial. It's fact. Well, well, that's what I thought. Yeah, I thought that was just something that everybody understood because Jalen Hurts was a top three MVP candidate, and had he not gotten hurt in Chicago a few weeks back, Carlin, we could be talking about him being the MVP other than, rather than Pat Mahomes. We're talking. Who I think the, it's a foregone conclusion that he's going to win it. Yeah, year. absolutely. Yeah. And but we're talking about. The primary concern for the Cowboys being Dak Prescott turning the football over right Correct. now. Correct. Whereas when we talk about the primary concern with Jalen Hurts is, is he going to be healthy enough to really be Jalen Hurts next week? But if he is, I'm not worried at all. I'm not worried in the least about how Jalen Hurts is going to perform. By the way, and I know it's not quite the same. Sure. But can we at least acknowledge what Jalen Hurts has in his past with the college football playoff? Yeah. And the fact that he's been in huge situations before. Yeah. One time he got replaced, another time he came in yeah. and got the job done. And he's found a way to be able to navigate yes. these situations when it's all on the line, it's win or go home. But the one thing and that, had I, his first, the uh, one thing that I will say, Carlin, is that we've seen from something from Jalen Hurts this season that we have literally never seen from Dak Prescott in his entire career. The letters MVP have never been associated with Dak Prescott. Well, first of all, Jalen Hurts won 14 of the 15 games he started. Dak Prescott has never done that in his career, Carlin. No. Jalen Hurts has accounted for 35 touchdowns this year. 35, count them, 35 touchdowns this year for the Philadelphia Eagles to only eight total turnovers. Carlin, six picks, two fumbles. That's it. Show me the quarterback this year that has accounted for 30-plus touchdowns and not had double-digit turnovers. I'll wait. Show me the time, the season in Dak Prescott's career where he's done that. I'll wait. Literally, never happened before. So that's what I mean when I say Dak ascend to Jalen Hurts' level. Jalen Hurts is a force multiplier. And here's the other thing, Carlin. 
what did the two teams look like when the two quarterbacks missed time this year? What did the Philadelphia Eagles look like, and what did the Dallas Cowboys look like? Because mm-hmm. I remember the Dallas Cowboys going four and one in five games with Cooper Rush. I remember the Philadelphia Eagles going over and losing to the New Orleans Saints at home without Dak Prescott. I yeah. mean, without Jalen Hurts. And, and so not- I'm just so I'm just saying it, it's not like this is a hypothetical. We've literally seen the control and the experiment. What are the teams with these guys? What are the teams without these guys? If you're watching the Cowboys. And you think that Jalen Hurts is somehow not as good as Dak Prescott or that they're on the same level? You're you're drunk. You're you're not watching the team with a really clear view, in my estimation, because there's no comparison. And Chris, as much as you're talking about him ascending, we're not even counting in all of the ability that he has in terms of running the football. Yeah. He he makes everybody else better with every aspect of his game. Canty and Carlin, weekdays at 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio. You can also listen and watch on the ESPN app.